Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Components. I'm Ren, product marketer at Hereto and your podcast MC. I'm Patrick, CEO here at Hereto. And I'm Jared, lead solutions consultant. Thanks for joining us on our weekly conversation about componentized and structured content. Hope you enjoy this 15 or so minutes of fun talking about everything from data to innovations in AI. All right, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, this is this is the pontification warning episode, people. Oh yeah, no, this one this one is definitely not about anything. <laughs> Strap in, it's going to be good. There's no content here. No, this, this is not- this is this is content components about probably nothing. This is our Seinfeld episode. All right, let's let's split some hairs. Is there room for knowledge operations? We've got we've got content ops. We've got pretty much every other ops. And Patrick, when you and I were talking about this a few weeks ago, it seemed like the conversation was going to go somewhere until we decided that we no, we needed to have this episode to actually suss it out. Yeah, this is a this is a funny one because we started talking about this and we we're like. Knowledge ops, that's something that people really need. And then we were like, wait, do they? <laughs> do so, we really need to draw that line? I did some reading before this because I can't not. And um, the only things I could find about knowledge ops are, are... Well, it doesn't exist. We're making it up. Well, it's it's a branch of service in the Air Force. Is it really? You can be a knowledge... Yeah, you can be a knowledge operations... Uh, I don't know if it's an officer, but you can be a knowledge operations airman. And from everything I read, it sounds quite a bit like content operations. Um, what is content operations? Well, I mean, as far as I mean, what I mean is like, in this sense, I mean, it's the management, control, deployment, and specifically destruction of knowledge. So it's all part of it. So all management of, of um, knowledge content at least in the Air Force, is managed by these knowledge operations officers or knowledge operations airmen. That's uh, that's that's pretty interesting. It yeah. is. So okay, so well, yeah. I mean, like, I think that I think that the big thing is, is it worth trying to distinguish between knowledge ops and content ops? And I think the thing that. So I think that there is some use, some utility in this term insofar as it kind of, I think that content operations is broader and knowledge operations maybe doesn't just deal with content. I think, um, yeah, maybe, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Definitions of knowledge and content, which I know sounds super annoying, but in, in, in this case, we might have to. Stop no, I think that this, that's this, the most enjoyable thing we could do is is make <laughs> distinctions and split hairs. Oh boy, your philosophy is showing. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's uh, let's carve this out. So, knowledge in my reading for at an organizational level um, is really the sum of the sum total of all the parts of useful information that that organization has. And it's better when it's codified, which would be written down, um, especially when it's really like, it's well-structured and written down. Um, but 
I think that you have to include institutional knowledge as a, as it exists inside of the people in the organization as a part of your knowledge infrastructure. Um, and I think that one of the things that makes this point um, really significant in modern times is that we saw during the pandemic that our knowledge infrastructure was a lot more people than we thought it was previously. So like once you couldn't, you know, bend your head over the cubicle or walk down the hall or, you know, pester somebody in real, um, in real life, we started to realize that the networks we had built for knowledge sharing were in-person, offline social networks in many, many places. So I think when you're talking about knowledge management, you know, there a really complete vision of knowledge management has, it can't exclude the concept that people are part of your knowledge stores and resources. I think that that's, that that's probably where the distinction makes a difference for me. So are you saying that you think knowledge operations would be broader than content operations? You didn't say that a minute ago. You said the exact opposite. Um, I wouldn't say it's broader. I, I would say that. So I think content operations is broader as it relates to content. I think knowledge operations is um, less specific as it relates to exactly what it is that you be creating an operational infrastructure around. So I think it includes people too. So knowledge operations is more personal, whereas content operations is more, uh, oh boy, broad structural. Um, so I think content operations can be really, I think content operations, like, so if I'm really trying to force it a, a, a difference here between these two, you know, for the purposes of. Yeah, I need the necessary and sufficient conditions for something to be a knowledge operation. To be a knowledge operation? Yeah. I want necessary and sufficient. Yeah, um, I need a, a strict definition. Well, but, but these aren't operations. These are, these, this, like, this isn't a single operation. These are. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I need, I need, I need necessary and sufficient conditions for something to be included under the definition knowledge operations. So it can be multiple different types, but it has to be. I think, I think something can be both knowledge and content operations at the same time. Like I think there's a lot of overlap, right? It's a Venn diagram. So that brings up a good point. Um, I, I, when I started this discussion and reading last night, I was thinking that because content is a term that we all just kind of like huck around for anything that someone produces that could even possibly be distributed. <laughs> I think that's right. I think that's about accurate, actually. Anything someone produces that could possibly be distributed. If it's not a sure, like the, yeah, the, the movies it, on Netflix are content, right? The stuff that right. we write that teaches people how to use software is content, right? So I was thinking knowledge yeah. operations would be a subset of content operations. And if, if we're going to do that, then I, I might be okay with that. Well, I do, I think that, so I, it could be, yeah, I think a subset is fine. It's, it's a, it's a different discipline. And I think like that's the, where the value and the distinction starts to show up is that the, even though there's a lot shared between what you do in a broader sense in terms of content operations, in, in some ways, like 
content operations itself is going to be implemented so differently depending on where you are and what the content that's that's being you know delivered is that it makes like if you if you really start to dig into this it almost makes the term content operations seem less useful whereas like knowledge operations um when you're thinking about it like it's going to be done very similarly almost everywhere and that's one of the things that's kind of interesting about knowledge content like knowledge learning reference content is that you know there's some variation in terms of how people need to deliver their stuff but not much i mean realistically like it's kind of all pretty well understood and almost everything that someone in another company needs to do with this stuff is probably stuff that you need to do is if your company is you know broadly similar if your company if you're both SaaS companies or you're both manufacturing companies or you're both medical device companies like it's it's going to be pretty similar yeah, I agree. It will be for knowledge operations. This kind of gets back to, uh, you know, as a philosopher, the term content drives me bonkers. I use it every day. I have to use it, but it drives me bonkers because its meaning expands and contracts depending on who's using it and what context they're using it in. And now all of a sudden I have to adjust for whatever that is. Or worse, I can use it in a manipulative way to be like, oh, let's produce some content. And then I can, I can be sneaky about how I use it and be like, well, I'll just let people interpret it however they want. Um, and I think content operations, while a, a thing that we can uh, do, it's so buzzy and it's so vague at the same time. I think knowledge operations is actually a refinement of that for the reasons you just cited. It's, it's a, when you distribute, distribute knowledge content, it has a target, it has a purpose, it has a, um, a particular audience. And at this point, a limited way, a limited number of delivery methods. Can I tell you something about you? Can I tell you something about your frustration with the ambiguity around content? Please. I'm completely content with that. I hate, I, there's so much in me right now that wants to just reach through the screen and smack <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the way you're sitting, I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, you are sitting in that like, I'm the CEO, watch this posture. <laughs> like it's a meeting, like I've been called in for a performance review and you're about to smack me around quite a bit. Oh, come on, I got my feet up. You can't, you can't have that kind of. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like. No, I would, I, I lean in, I lean in if I'm going to, if, if I'm going to lay it down, which I don't, which I don't. No, I no, but you're really not laying don't. it down. It's the backhand. That's what no, you just I don't, gave I don't me. do that. That's not what I do. That's not me. No. But I, something about you that I want to dive into that I think we need to clarify. So I think people have heard us, heard you specifically say as a philosopher a number of times on these podcasts. And yes. I think that it's incumbent upon us to let people know that you actually are a philosopher. You're a PhD <laughs> in philosophy. I'm, and this is probably this is probably a detail that they've missed. And they just so, thought that this was an, an arrogant thing that you've been saying all this time. But it's actually factual. I apologize. But as again, as a philosopher, I want to make one distinction. <laughs> um, I'm not actually a PhD in philosophy yet. That's it's TBD. Um, I actually it's ABD at this point. I am ABD. So I am trying to finish up my thesis and I am making progress, which is lovely. Um, but yeah, in, in when it's done, I will be an actual PhD in philosophy. That's why yeah. I say that. So right. to all of you who out there who thought accredited I was accredited philosopher, I will be a, a accredited philosopher. I'm not just a jerk. <laughs> I may no. be both at some right. point, but, right. but I will have letters. I will have letters. My name so I can be both officially. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then I can add to that stellar record that philosophers have of being just lovely, lovely individuals. Yep. Never met one I didn't like. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Content rules, but it can be a lot. I'm sure you've noticed that a lot of these topics are connected, but our short podcast episodes barely scratch the surface. Have no fear, because in the description, we have links to videos, blog posts, and other information that help shine some light on some of the more intense, murky topics. In no time, you're going to have a little bit better idea about structured content and enterprise content strategy. Hope you enjoy.